1: You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also check him out on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Layne, what's going on, sir? Not
0: much. It's off season, so that means uh, you and I talk about uh, Game of Thrones between uh, uh, talking about draft picks. Uh, yeah, that's
1: pretty I, much I, what I, I got. Means. A funny Game of Thrones story. I just want to tell people. Oh real yeah, quick. please. Uh, so we were talking about this on the the podcast last week, and uh, I went to church on Sunday, and my pastor actually came up to me and he said. Uh, Marcus, I was listening to your podcast last week. I'm so excited that you are you're, you're watching Game of Thrones, and we we spent a nice half an hour talking about Game of Thrones with my pastor. So fantastic! That, that was <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, I, I I thought that was kind of funny. Just, that is funny. so. He he listened to the podcast. So shout out to him. Well, yeah, um, shout
0: out to Marcus's pastor for sure.
1: Yeah, he's a, he's a Steeler fan listening to a Locked On Cowboys podcast. Oh, it's, god, it's quite well, well <laughs> I, I
0: resend half that shout out.
1: <laughs> All right, so coming up on today's show, we are going to do some draft stuff, and I'm excited because uh, we we watched some tight ends this week. Um, I think we might have some similar opinions and some uh, some. Uh, maybe some opinions that don't jive well together. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, I, I think so. Uh, okay. So here's what we did. we Instead of doing an entire class, what we decided to do is pick three players, study those guys, and come back and kind of chat about them. Today we're looking at the tight ends, and we're looking at, I want to call them, what, non-first-round tight ends because the, the opinions on these three guys are all over the place. Uh, we're going to look at Jay Sternberger from Texas A&M, Isaac Nada from Georgia, And Caden Smith from Stanford. Let's go ahead and start with uh, Sternberger because he kind of seems to be the the flavor of the month. Uh, Landon, what did you see in your film study from Jay Sternberger? Okay, I need a
0: preference with Sternberger that he is the one guy that I only got to see one game of uh, coaches tape on. Uh, okay. So I so I watched him versus. Was it Al- the LSU game? It was the Alabama game. Okay, actually. the Alabama game. Um, so uh, oh, is there an LSU? Oh, I didn't even check to see if there was an LSU. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's, there's one in there. I <laughs> should I should have gone and checked that. <laughs> um, uh, but I you know I watched a couple of his games, um, uh, you know, from this regular broadcast tape on YouTube or whatever. Um, and to me, this is of these three guys. Like this is the the clear receiving tight end of absolutely m- yes m- model you know i mean he's easy out of his breaks he's got really cl- clean and crisp footwork uh he kind of you know has a th- more thin frame it feels like uh he's you know he's He's taller, I would say, than uh, Nada. First of all, how are we saying the other guy's name? Is it Nada? I I need to. Yeah, let's go with Nada. I think that's the
1: easiest way to do it. Okay, cool.
0: He he has he's he looks a lot he looks like a little bit taller than Nada, but but definitely not as filled out. Um, Mm -hmm. And he kind of plays like that a little bit. He's more of a a kind of a get in the way blocker. Um, He you know he's not he's willing and he's not like shying away from contact but he's it's certainly not a better part of his game um he's got nice hands uh he's got long arms to make extended catches away from his body uh i feel like uh one thing that i really liked about him just kind of even though he is like i said kind of slight uh he's tough uh and and you could tell because yep. he has really good balance and, and is like really resistant to contact while in route, you know, you see a lot of these guys, the tight ends, they get, you know, because they're tight ends, uh, they get banged around a lot, you know, they get, they get, they get beat up in route by linebackers or safeties, they get physical, who get physical with them because they could, it feels like the inside guys can get away with that a lot more than the outside guys who are under the microscope of, you know, the refs watching them for, You know DPI and that sort of thing. So uh, this guy doesn't get knocked off his route. He stays in route. He stays up and he stays running, which is uh, I think going to be an important thing at the next level for sure. Uh, I think he has great footwork to get out, get off press. You know, some of the times that we've seen uh, guys lining up right on top of him, um, he's he uses his feet, not just his hands and arms, to uh, get away, um, Mm -hmm. and which I think is uh, an impressive thing to see for for a tight end uh and he looks great going up the seam you know he's he's he presents a big target he can pluck the ball and pull it down uh take a hit and and hold on to it and he kind of just seems to have a uh very natural kind of feel for how to run those routes i mean the thing about running those routes is that it's not just like you know you're not really just running a straight line always it's you're kind of bending it here and there to kind of Contour your route to where the coverage is and to present the best target for the the quarterback uh and you know you kind of you know, change your speed and, and it, it really it's about finding a spot a window uh between you and the quarterback in order to to get the pass completed uh and he and he seems to be really good at that um I think that's that's the majority All right, of so my I've got notes. some questions
1: for you yeah um wh- I kind of struggle with him because I think, and please feel free to correct me if, if you disagree with any of these, but he's definitely a move tight end more than that guy that you want, you know, lined up in a slot. You want to have him uh, going down the seam. But I didn't see a guy that has exceptional quickness. You know, the guy that really gets open quickly, like a, a Zacherts, right? He just He's not that level of athlete, or am I off base there? No, I think you're right.
0: I mean, he's not like you know and that's the thing about tight ends that's really difficult is that if if you go and look at the at the body types you get out of this position i mean it's it's it runs the spectrum and i think we oh, we absolutely. we know that and we accept that uh with wide receivers um, but I think with tight end, it's even more nuanced, you know, because they're all somewhere between, you know, at the very shortest 6'2 or six one and a half, if they're like an H-back move type guy, to 6'7, right. 6'8, six, six you know, and, and, and somewhere between 225 pounds to 275 pounds, you know, and, and, and anything between that, uh, you're going to get all these different kind of body types. And so Sternberger, to me, you know, he... He looks like a, like a slightly more athletic uh, Schultz, maybe.
1: You know, and, and that's a good comp. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you my comp right now. I thought he was a less refined version of Hayden Hurst, who we saw last. Okay, yeah. kind of yeah. similar. That you know, six foot four, two hundred and forty-five to two hundred and fifty pounds, gonna make plays down the field, but just he's not the exceptional athlete like. A Ertz or Evan Ingram, where you can throw him, you know, a five-yard button hook, and they're going to make a fifteen-yard gain out of it. it. It just, just not the overly dynamic player, but good enough to, to to make plays in the passing game.
0: Yeah, I don't really know like what he does exceptionally. I guess. I mean, I guess he. I mean, he is. He's going to catch the ball if you throw it to him. He is going to. You know, he does find ways to get open. I don't know if he's a great separator. Um, that, I agree with that. But yes. I think he, despite the fact that he's kind of a one-year wonder, he seems to have a lot of awareness in running routes on, on where uh, uh, the windows are going to be and where the soft spots are in the zone. He's He just seems to have a lot of awareness playing the position, which is important.
1: Now to compare him to somebody on the Cowboys roster, he doesn't have quite the same size as somebody like a Blake Jarwin, and I wouldn't even say he has the same athleticism. Right? They're just, they're just different types of players. Yeah, I, I agree that he's more of the mold of Dalton Schultz probably than a Blake Jarwin, despite not being a a, a very good blocker.
0: Yeah, Jarwin's bigger, but uh, you know I don't know that Jarwin is as, as tenacious as this guy is. You know I mean this guy at least throws himself around as well. I, I it's weird because I think. If you looked at these guys, if you compared Sternberger to Jarwin and you were to guess which one of these guys is the more of the receiving threat and which one of these guys is kind of more of the two-way tight end, I, I think right. you might guess wrong, you know?
1: Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and move on to Isaac Nada. We're going to come back to, all, to, to Sternberger in a second, but I want to move on to Isaac Nada. Uh, this is a guy, again, draft Twitter has kind of been on him over the last couple of weeks. Uh, you know, I think he's, he's interesting if nothing else. Uh, Nada doesn't have a ton of college production at Georgia, but you see a lot of traits and skills there that maybe think that he could be a better player in the pros. What did you see from Isaac Nada in your film study? Yeah, this is so
0: interesting because, I mean, obviously I'm on Twitter, but I, I, I'm not paying as much attention to the draft stuff when it kind of flies by because I'm waiting to learn these guys on my own a little bit. And so it's always interesting to kind of do this and then come back and talk to you and get more of a consensus on, you know, what what's going on, I guess, with larger Twitter. Right. Twitter. This is a guy who I like his size profile for just because I feel like, it, you know, especially if you wanted to run kind of more of a uh, – another like a, a, a more wide open you know kind of scheme where you had a move tight tied in more full time as opposed to an inline guy. Like I sure. really f I really feel like this is a guy who could be a good fit there because you know, at least what I saw, he's like six three to six four. I you know probably somewhere in between there. Yeah. Two forty five ish, which I, I know it's like a it's like a an inch and and you know five or ten pounds, but to me I feel like he reads, and just from his play type, I feel like he reads more as an H back, as a move tight end guy. Um, he's though he's not like a, um, he's not like necessarily a, a receiving threat. I, I mean, I, I would definitely include him in the receiving game. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, he's, he,
1: he's he's not someone you're going to design targets for every single week.
0: He, he feels right? yeah, he feels like he's really old school kind of. Fullback more than anything. Like like when I watch him, like I think about like guys like Allstott and like you know what I'm saying. Like he's it's weird that he's he's a tight end. and I I get that, but to me, I would use him more as an H back type, like they do with. Uh, we talked about uh what's his name from Tennessee. Um, uh,
1: Delaney uh Walker.
0: Yeah, like I, I you know, I think get him on the move, motion motion him across their formation. I really like him as a blocker. Like he has good he has a good feel for uh leverage uh and and for 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 block for blocking guys. I mean, he finds his targets, he locks on, he maintains leverage. He he's really sticky as a blocker. He's good at one-on-one. He's good at point of uh, point of attack movement. Um, you know, I, I saw him in the backfield at one point. Taking on a blitzing Devin White versus LSU, kind of playing a personal protector mate and just kind of stalemate him until the pass was able to get off, which you know, is super impressive. I mean, Devin White's a physical specimen with that much head of steam. You know, um, you know, I think he's got a good feel uh, for. I, I, you know, he's not uh, athletically. Uh, gonna blow you away, but he's a good enough athlete and and he has good feeling for running routes as well. Like, I, I think he has he does a good job of feeling leverage versus the linebackers. I saw several different times when he ran past uh linebackers who are dropping into their zones and just. Instinctively knew as soon as he got past their line of sight to cut back behind them, and they sort of lost track of him uh, on sort of deep crossing mm-hmm. routes and that sort of thing. You know, he had a really big freshman year, um, and then his production really kind of slipped his second year, and then last year he had kind of a good but not great year. It, it, this is a guy who, um, you know, he didn't get a ton of snaps, uh, his senior year, it felt like. I mean, just based on what I saw, right? Um, I, I, it feels like this is a guy who really could f- qualify for those better pro than college guys because you know he's a he's, a, he, yep. he's a good enough athlete he's physical so, uh, his physicality his blocking could get him on the field uh, right away like uh, you, you could put this guy in right away in, in a for, you know give him a job as a as a blocker and as is like, he a better blocker than Schultz coming out uh, yeah I mean I think so okay I mean just because I just I because I think you. he's He's more physically ready to do it. I, I think at 240 pounds, the way he plays, he can move people off the line because I think he's got good. He coils up well. He gets good leverage. He's tough and physical. And and with with Schultz, it's all great technique with him, right? Like I, I, I mean, I, let me let me rephrase. We're talking about coming out, right? Like because I, right, I, I mean, right. I think he was this guy's a better blocker than Schultz coming out. I wouldn't be surprised if you know. If we drafted this guy, and then you know Schultz at year two is better than not a, a year one. You know what I'm saying? Because Schultz has put agree, on a yep. uh, you know, ten or fifteen pounds of muscle. So uh, I just think that at his 245 pounds is going to move a lot more people off the ball because of his low center of gravity, because of his leverage, that sort of thing. Um, but I, I, yeah, again, I, I look at him like a Noah Brown, like a like some of these other guys who. Highly recruited athlete out of high high school goes to a big time college program, kind of gets lost in the shuffle a little bit. May not have been a perfect fit for for what they were doing. May end up being you know it's still a great athlete. It's still a five star recruit basically, uh, but is uh, but is you know probably going to end up being even an even better pro than he was in college.
1: All right, so I've got a couple notes on him really quickly. The the player comp that I gave him, and this is a a guy you may may not remember, but uh, Tony Moiaki. Oh Tony yeah, Mowiaki, that's a really good Gs Gs comp. I like that. Yeah, uh, uh, kind of smaller, you know, best like a little suited bit? As a, a number. Yeah,
0: yeah, I totally like that comp. Really, yeah, like he, um, if, 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 that's yeah, that's really Mowiaki, good size profile. The athletic yeah, Moyaki was sure. six,
1: yeah, six three two forty five. Kind of. You know, can do a little bit of everything. If you line him up in the backfield, he's going to be fine. Not an overpowering blocker, but his versatility is going to make him so he can do so much. Um, my question, and th- this is the biggest thing with these tight ends, is where to slot these guys? Because I like Nada. I think, I think that's a guy that you draft and you put him as your number two or number three tight end, and you get production right away. You know, as that backup tight end on special teams. But I kind of struggle as to where to value that type of player because in my mind, that's probably a day three pick, right? That's a that's a fourth or fifth round pick at tight end. You know, think about the last couple of years with the Cowboys where they took James Hanna in the sixth round, kind of doing the same role. Jeff Swain was a seventh round pick. Dalton Schultz was a fourth round pick. It, does that kind of make sense? You know, maybe early day three. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I think so. I, I, I think you know what do you. Th-
0: to me, it looks this is a guy who, yeah, he's your third tight end or second tight end, however you want to phrase that. He's he's potentially a fullback guy. I think he can do a whole bunch of different stuff. Um, you know, where, uh, I think his value is at this point going to be dictated by where how he tests. Um, so I think the combines. You know, it, it, did he get invited to the combine? I assume. Yep. yep. Yeah. So I, I, I he's you know his. His combine numbers I think are gonna be big in kind of slotting him into where he's gonna go because I think it, the combine numbers are gonna dictate to some teams like how what 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 he what he's playing what position what he's doing for you you know what I'm saying like it, I if agree, he goes yeah. out here and runs a great you know forty uh you know, then I think that it could be one thing. He could be viewed as a kind of a, a valuable theme running tight end. I just don't know that he is that guy. Uh, but it, I think is a lot of this is going to be you know, hinging on exactly you know what his jump numbers are, what his his speed is.
1: All right, let's take a quick break, and we'll come back, and we'll finish up with Stanford's Caden Smith. All right, let's talk about Stanford's Caden Smith for a second because this is one we actually haven't talked about yet, and I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Uh, what did you see from Smith in your film study? See, I liked him. I, 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 I get this. I'm glad that you said okay. that. I'm, I'm really glad.
0: Okay, good, because I, I, I was getting the sense that like people don't like him. and I, don't, I mean, I, look, I'll, I'll be the first to admit that I, uh, I, I had seen a lot of him. Um, Previously, you know, when I was watching Schultz, or just you know, I had noticed him in in previous years, uh, or I guess just last year, Um, and so you know, part of what we had talked about with Schultz is one of the reasons he fell is because there were two other tight ends on his on the team that were eating targets, Caden Smith being one of them. But I I hadn't really seen him since then, so uh, I go back and watch. At, at first thing first, dude is huge. Like he's, yeah, he's massive. He's six five. He's all of six five two fifty plus. Right. Yep. Like I mean, it's 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 pretty it's pretty. Um, it's uh, not ugly.
1: a Schultz situation where he's going to have oh, to gain no, weight in the NFL. Absolutely
0: not. This guy's ready right. to play. Um, and, you know, and at times you would think he was an offensive tackle in college if he wasn't so well coiled and in in such a tight. Uh, you know the stance um which to me it, it is interesting just because that's a lot what you saw with schultz too it, it makes me wonder like if stanford doesn't have some kind of program to help ankle and hip flex in because they just seem really flexible you know like very well Absolutely, like yep. uh, uh lined up and, and just look comfortable in their stances they they uncoil out of their out of their stances really well um He's well-versed as a route runner. He knows how to push uh, subtly at the top of his routes to get separation. Um,
1: not a great athlete. Though. No. I mean, he's okay, not, uh, I mean, not he, great.
0: He, I mean, especially when you compare him, I mean, again, to, like, some of these other guys and, and like, you know, how Sternberger moves or whatever. I mean, he's not – he's 10 to 15 pounds heavier than these guys and another inch taller. You know, he's a bigger dude. So, like – you know, you got to keep that in mind when you're when you're watching these guys. Clearly, not afraid of being physical uh, and mixing mm-hmm. it up gives an extra push to, at the end of every blocking rep. Um, but at the what same, what did you think about his ball skills? Uh, I, I, I I I thought that he was. I, you saw him double catch sometimes. I think, uh, at least I did. But I thought that he was really good at catching the ball. I mean, he for his. He doesn't look, like, vertically explosive necessarily, yes. but, but he, he yep. has really good body control for
1: a guy his size. and I, I thought he did a good job catching the ball outside of the yeah, framework th- yeah, of his body. That's
0: what I was going to say. One thing where I thought he was really good, and I saw multiple times, is reaching away from his body, grabbing the ball, bringing it in, and then often taking a huge hit uh, and still right. holding on to it. Um, uh let's see. The, in, in a little
1: bit that way it kind of reminds me of like a, a Travis Kelsey. Now obviously he's not the same athlete, but the ability to Oh no,
0: but make, uh, that that's that's not outrageous. Catch, yeah, cause, I mean he, you know
1: make the catch behind his body and absorb the contact and then even get a couple yards after.
0: Yeah, a big guy with that kind of uh of uh you know catch radius I think is is it's not unreasonable to consider uh him Kelsey as an option there. Um You know, I I think he, uh, much like some of the other guys, he bends his seam routes appropriately to allow for maximum target area. Like, he looks really good running the seam route because he just presents such a big target. Um, What else? A great feat on down blocks versus defensive ends and, and, and working his body into a spot to shield off his angles. This dude lines up everywhere. And does everything and is and seemingly polished at at all things he does. I mean, not, I I don't want to sound like he's great and can do anything, but he he seems to do a little bit of everything, and he doesn't really struggle at any one particular thing. Like I think he's very well balanced uh, for a tight end, which again is not surprising for a Stanford tight end. Um, yeah, I think that's
1: that's. That's it. I'm Are gonna give you t- my comp for him and it's another old school comp. Yeah. Uh, again, not quite as talented as this player, but kind of a similar style. Uh, reminded me a little bit of uh, the Baltimore tight end Todd Heap from a long time ago. Where sure. Just yeah. A, a, a big body guy that's pretty good in the run game. Not going to make a ton of plays down the field, but if you throw him the ball anywhere in his direction, he's going to catch it.
0: Yeah. I. I. I, I and I put in my notes. Feels. Like a more old school type tight end, and and I think you know that era is exactly what i 'm talking about that kind of a true two way player a uh, a guy who is uh going to be uh, valuable as a blocker and a receiver maybe isn 't the doesn't have the wide receiver athleticism that we're seeing with the Evan Ingrams or the some of these other guys that are coming in. But at the same time, you're not ever going to mistake this guy for a wide receiver. Like he is big and solid and physical, and having those guys on the uh, on your team is uh, is valuable because uh, you you know they 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 take chunks out of defenses when they have to tackle them, Uh, and you know again. When you have a a diverse running game, one way to make it even more diverse is to get uh, two-way tight ends who are truly threats to do either run or pass.
1: All right, the last thing I want to do here is I want to rank these three tight ends. Um, You know, Obviously, these are going to be guys that if the Cowboys decide to go tight end in the second, third, fourth round, these are going to be guys that are on the short list. So let's kind of rank them in terms of what Dallas may like. Uh, Lynn, I'll let you go first. Between Sternberger and Nada Smith, how do you think you would rank them? So this is we're ranking them based on Dallas.
0: What like we think Dallas, Dallas would,
1: would would covet. Yep.
0: I would probably go Smith, not a Sternberger. I, I, I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily how they feel because I think the thing is, is too, is that even though these are all, like we said, even though these are all the same position. I think They're all, what all they, three are different. They're yeah, all different. And, and and what they do and win at is different and and how that will fit with what the Cowboys already have at tight end is interesting. Um I think that that's why I would rank it like that is because to me I don't uh I don't know that I have a need for a Sternberger. As much. I, I think I've got... Not, not a, with got Jarwin
1: t- on your roster. You probably not don't.
0: with Jarwin and Schultz. That's my point. I think both of those guys can do that kind of thing. Uh, I would rather have a, a... Because all three of these guys can catch the football. Like, not, not, I don't know that any of these guys are bad receivers. You no, know what I'm I saying? Would, I would agree, yep. So, uh, I mean, I think Caden Smith can be a, uh, a focal point as a as a mix up guy as well, especially when you consider like I, I would feel less comfy with Caden Smith as my tight end if I didn't have both Cooper and Gallup. But I do have both Cooper and Gallup, yeah, so I, I, yep. I think that what that does is that draws enough attention away that it, it, that kind of makes all things being equal in the receiving game, and and at that point. I, I think I like Nada because of, like I said, the different kind of things you can do with him. You know, he can play some fullback. I, I really do believe he could do some fullback things for you. I, I think he can, uh, uh, you know, be a personal protector and shotgun. I think he can do all of that. And at the same time, I think Caden Smith can do all those things. I, uh, but I think the difference is that Caden Smith also could be your bully tight end one, um, and and the guy that's a true two way player. And 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 again, that kind of slots the other tight ends in a spot into spots that you it's like Cooper, right? Like when you get Cooper, it kind Mm -hmm. of makes the rest of your core fit. Right. You know, I I feel like Jarwin and and Schultz are together.
1: Fantastic combinations for tight ends two and three. I I think it's so funny that we both came to the same conclusion that Caden Smith is the best of these three, because, that's not the consensus among people right now. I've seen numerous people put Jay Sternberger in the second round, Isaac Nata even in the late second round or early third round, and Caden Smith has kind of been lost in the shuffle, but, yeah, we went and watched the film, and that's a guy that we both liked uh, quite a bit. Um, last really quick question for you. Uh, we both like Caden Smith, but if, you know, in comparison, would you rather have... Like a Jay Sternberger in the third round, or would you rather sign Jeff Swain? Would you rather have an Isaac Nada in the third round, or would you rather sign Jeff Swain? You know, the thing about
0: Jeff Swain being in this free agent class is that it's it's such a wild card. Because he, uh, you know, the the opportunity for a guy to step in and know exactly what's going on, like not miss a beat, he's... He seemingly was on the uh, on the rise as a player, you know. Like Prescott just felt... definitely
1: trusted him early in the season. You yeah, saw
0: that, yeah. And then, he you know, he unfortunately, got hurt, and you know what happens happened. I, you know, that's why I, I almost kind of wonder if it might be a better route to consider taking a, uh, you know, signing signing uh, uh, him to to a contract, signing Swaim, and then. You know allowing the tight end depth of the draft to carry water for you driving kind of driving down people that that
1: you know driving down other players that you need see to me if you get jeff let's say you get Jeff Swame on a two year eight million dollar deal right, and then an Isaac Nata falls to you in the fourth round or the fifth round. To me, that's a whole lot better strategy than taking a a Jay Sternberger in the second round, or even a Caden Smith in the second round. To what I like, I just think you can help your team out more if you bring in Swaim. You know, you, you let him get healthy. You, you you continue with you know Schultz, Jarwin, and Swaim as your top three, and I, I think you just kind of go on with that. But. Um, we 'll we'll see how it all plays out we're going to find out here pretty quickly what the cowboys think of Swain, and maybe that'll help us decide a little bit what happens at tight ends so any last thought on the, on these these three tight ends before we leave
0: no but I will just say that last thing is that I, I I do have an affinity for you know finding out where uh, it, it, the draft is deep and if you have a way to secure yourself if you don't need that position take advantage of the fact that the 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 draft is deep at that position and let all the, everyone else draft a whole bunch of players at that spot and drive mm-hmm. down the players that you, uh, the positions you do need and take them you know later on
1: smart drafting all right that is it for today's show thank you guys for tuning in make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast follow Lynn and at McCool BCB you can follow the show at Lockdown Cowboys and I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier and we will see you guys next time